Good day, fellow investors. Welcome to the Modern Value Investing Podcast with Sven Karlin, where we compound investment returns as well as investment knowledge in order to help you achieve your financial goals. Good day, fellow investors. We all want to reach financial independence, and that's why I think I can add value with five things to think about if you're thinking about FIRE. This is the Value Investing channel, and value investing is all about lowering your risk of not achieving what your goals are, and, of course, by lowering risk, maximizing also those goals. So, with that perspective, let's start the FIRE discussion. Just thanks to William for asking this question about how I see FIRE in this environment. I did this video on the market discussing the risks and rewards, the valuations, the economics. So, if you want to dig deeper into that, I'll put the link of this video in the description below. So these are the most important FIRE assumptions, frugality, 4% rule, 30 times annual expenses, and passively investing. Now let me start with frugality. I firmly believe that in life you either push forward or you are pushed backward. So there is no in-between. And I was definitely frugal when I was younger and at certain point in time, I saw that frugality can only bring you to a certain limit. And therefore, I'm thinking, okay, of course, don't do stupid things. Don't spend money on stupid things. But always keep in mind that the upside of expanding is unlimited. With frugality, you can only save that 100% of your income. So, of course, I'm still driving my car that I bought four years ago. You can check that video in the link in the description below too. But also, I'm expanding, I'm growing, and I'm thinking also, okay, be frugal, avoid stupid things, but don't be that frugal that you avoid investing in yourself, in building, in trying something that is let's say, that offers unlimited potential. And just let me give you one example about frugality and how it might not be the best attitude in this world. If you just look at the Fed's balance sheet over the last two decades, it is up 10 times. So the Fed printed 10 times its balance sheet and let's say helped save the economy and whatever but there is money printing money printing wherever you look and while there is such an abundance of money if you put your money into a bank you get practically nothing while on the other hand inflation really pushes purchasing power lower and lower and therefore just saving and putting aside your money being frugal is not smart and also think with the abundance of money that opportunity might be better than other. And we also seen recently in the news that as soon as there is a hiccup, now as they have enjoyed printing, it's just the junkie getting high on new drugs. So they will just keep doing that printing more and this will lead to more and more money. And I really think that um, expanding yourself, you might do much more than being frugal. So just don't let that frugality put limits on what you can achieve in life. Second assumption, let's discuss the risks related to investing, something that people should never do, but FIRE assumes it. If I look at this S&P 500, the dividend yield is 1.33, 
4%. And that is lower than historical 4%. And the fire assumption misses the invest only the money you don't need mantra that is crucial. Because if you look at the S&P 500, yes, over the last 13 years, it has been going nothing but up. But there are also periods, long periods of time, where the S&P 500 does nothing. And if you have to sell to get your principal in these bad periods, then you are doing the opposite of what investors should do. And you will see how investors then do really, really poorly towards the end of this video. If you look at the annual gains and declines of the stock market, it is really a mixed bag. So there can be really good years, but there can also be really, really bad years and those can happen after the good years usually. So you never know what will happen, but if your plan is to remove something from your principal, so spend 4%, then it might be ugly if we have these periods that are common where not much good happens to the stock market compared to the starting point. If you are buying constantly over time, if you buy more here, then you are really doing well. So my second message is forget the principle. Dividends, okay, but the principle should never be touched. You always have to think, okay, this is the money I don't need because as soon as you need the money, then you are toasted when it comes to investing. You will most likely do the wrong thing at the wrong moment in time and sell. The next assumption that I want to discuss is having 30 times your annual expenses ready. And here I just want to sell that you have to account for inflation. If we look at what is reported as inflation and what some say or alternative measures or differently measured because this is what the government tells you and this is what is probably also one reality and you can see that inflation is much higher even than what the government tells you at least two percentage points. So I really want you to account for inflation because we don't know what level will it be in the future but if you account for it, you might also take advantage of it. Over the last years, especially earlier, I was always telling people to take 30 years fixed mortgages because if we have inflation, then you'll do really, really well. While if we don't have inflation, well, still the rent will cover your expense, especially when interest rates are lower. Now, Things have already changed as things always change. So you have to be ready to take advantage of when things are cheap. But in Europe, rents are still really, really low for 30-year mortgages. And just a note here, the question is very often, and I assume it will be in the comments, what do you think about buying real estate now? It's not about the market. It's not about real estate. It's not about interest rates. It is about the deal you can find. What kind of property? How much effort do you put in? If you look at 10,000 properties, you'll likely find something good, no matter the interest rate. So that's first. And then, of course, the lower the interest rate, the better, the better deal, etc., etc. Then another discussion is passively investing in index funds and expecting 10%. Yes, historically, the market with dividends, inflation has delivered 10%, but you must again focus on those years 
where nothing happens, and especially now where nothing happens on a dividend yield of 1%. So my message is forget about linearity. You will not get 10% per year every year for the next 15 years. You might get zero for 15 years and then all your returns in the last five years. And that's something you have to accept, expect, and also take advantage of it. So you just buy more here, you just buy more here. This is a perfect example. So no return for 13 years, and then all the returns in a few years for actually great long-term returns. This is stock market investing. But to go even deeper from that expecting volatility, I would think if you start thinking in real value, forgetting about the principle, but also real value from your investments, then you're more certain of reaching your investment goals. What do I say when I say real value? This is a very nice chart of the median rent as percentage of household income in the past 12 months per year. And you can see that the median rent is pretty stable to income. 30%, okay, it was a little bit higher in 2010, 31, but it's not really going up and down when compared to real estate prices, when compared to whatever goes constantly up and down. And these are real values that you can focus on as an investor. And if you say, okay, I have an apartment that gives me that much, you know that no matter what happens with inflation, with whatever, you'll get some real value over the long term. And that is usually pretty stable. So currencies are made to go to zero. Stocks can have a price earnings ratio of 30 and then it can go to 10 or vice versa. Real estate values depend on interest rates. Economies go into cycles, boom and bust. That's normal. And when things don't go as planned, people usually panic. That's why you have to learn about the real value and not face value. Because if you're focused on face value, then you likely in fear sell when things go down and follow the average investor that did 2.9% in the last 20 years while the market did 7.5%. I really think that if you understand the principles we just discussed, you can do easily 10% or more just by doing the opposite of what everyone else does. So expand on that frugality, be frugal where it's necessary to be frugal, but don't be frugal on things that can give you unlimited benefits in life. Forget the principle, never touch the principle, you cannot take the principle because that will lead you to do the wrong things at the wrong moment in time, Think about inflation, try to take advantage of it and try to make it a benefit over your lifetime. Accept volatility and learn about true value. Thank Thanks for listening. If you have any comments, please let me know. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a five-star review as it means a lot to me. Thank you and I'll be speaking to you in the next episode.